everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Hello everyone, we are live. Uh, welcome to the uh, first podcast of 2023. And um, if those of you who don't know, uh, my name's Vicky. I run the group alongside my business partner, Lee. Um, and we do lives mostly every Wednesday, um, either on exciting uh, accountancy topics or we have guests like we have today. Uh, the lovely Chloe from Tuft. So welcome, Chloe. Happy New Year. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, happy New Year good, to you too. Good, yeah. Thanks for the warning for not to swear because I totally would <laughs> have it's all right. I do it anyway I have a sweat or I have a drink and I, I don't have a drink with me today so I feel a bit sad brought Chloe on tonight from Tuft who is going to explain what it is um, and if we've got time at the end to go through a little demo um, just so you guys can get a feel of what it is um, so firstly welcome and Chloe if you just want to give the listeners a little bit of background of yourself that would be fair uh, Perfect. So I'm Chloe. Um, I'm currently running um, Tuft Global, which is a end-to-end salon management system for you lovely groomers. And it enables you to manage your calendar, but it also enables you to offer an app to your clients whereby they can book, uh, find, book and review you um, and help you with your overall admin and reduce your admin, which is super important, hopefully giving you some of your time back. Fabulous. That was very succinct. Love it. <laughs> it's like you've rehearsed. It's almost like you've rehearsed that, Chloe. <laughs> um, all right. What's what's your background then? What is what have you what did you do before Tuft? Okay, so my personal background is actually in branding and marketing. So I started out, um, I trained as a graphic designer. And I went through my career and I got really interested in user journey and the way that we interact as consumers with branded touch points. And um, when I say branded touch points, that's just any time you come into contact with a brand. So whether you shop online with them or whether you're in person, everything's super important. And we worked a lot on clients with um, maybe some issues throughout their customer journey and they didn't really realize they were having issues or some friction throughout the customer journey. So we would work with them to identify that and solve it through branding and marketing uh, services. So whether that be, you know, problems with the website, maybe the mobile experience was a bit crap, or um, maybe that they weren't asking for reviews at the right time. So therefore they were spending too much money on marketing when actually they could utilize the customers they already got. So I'm really interested in user experience in a nutshell. Fab. And what was it? How did you come up with Tuft? So it was actually my dad who frustrated the hell out of me when he was trying to find a groomer. And because of my background, um, I was like, oh, dad, stop being silly. You're just being old. Of course, this has been done. Of course, there's an app out there for this. Like, of course, you can find groomers in one place and book them easily. Nah. So the uh, entire sort of grooming industry has historically run on pen and paper um, because that's how all businesses used yeah. to run. Um, and they relied on phone calls. So it relied on the groomer being available and not being with a dog, which is especially difficult if you're just starting out because obviously you're spending a lot of time with the pets itself and then you get a phone call and then you have to, you know, put that on hold or you have to wait until later for the um, the call to resume. 
So then you give them a call back and then maybe the client isn't available to take your call at the time and then you've missed an opportunity. So it's really looking at that user journey between a client and groomer and how best to facilitate that um, through technology, essentially. So can, okay, so I, you know, I'm just going to ask questions. I know the answer, but just in case uh, people don't. So Tuft isn't just a management system then. You people can actually, if I wanted to search for a groomer, I would go onto your website to find a groomer. And I'm assuming that the people who have Tuft as a management system would then go onto that database. Correct. So it's a two-way system. So we call it an end-to-end management system because it looks after the entire customer journey. So from a client's perspective, what you can actually do is ask them to download an app from their app store. So it's both in um, Apple and Android app stores. And what they can do is they can go on and find you. They can see a list of your services and they can request an appointment from you. Uh, This is something I can definitely demo if anyone's interested at the end. Um, It's it's sort of a simple three-click process. And there's lots of groomers out there. I get questions all the time about the viability of this and and, 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 and customers knowing what services to book in for which pet. Uh, We've done a lot of work with groomers over the past nearly two years we've been launched now. Um, And we've gotten a lot of feedback from how that relationship generally pans out. So we've put a lot of features in there to enable... Uh, the customers to make the right decisions and also not to increase your admin through technology that's kind of what our job is here is is to actually aid your admin not to increase it so there's little features such as not being able to book in a great dane for a chihuahua price for example and then you sort of come in on the day and the dog's a horse rather than an actual like little pooch so there's all of these little features that have stopped that from happening. And then on the groomer side as well, we have to remember that it's just a request. You can switch on info bookings if you want, which we are finding some of our younger groomers are willing to do. Some of our older demographics are more comfortable with a booking request. So we've kept that as a feature in, in the dashboard as well. So you're in full control of your calendar um, and it, you can basically interact with them through the app. So you've got a messaging service, which is a bit like WhatsApp, which cuts down on text messages. Some of you may have noticed that we offer unlimited text messages, and that's because we've got an in-app messaging service. I was going um, to say that. We don't have to pay for SMSs, which means we're not going to mark that plus into you. Um, that's going to be a so, massive bonus. Um, yeah, so it, it sort of saves you money as well, which is great. Um, and um, just to alleviate any fears, not everyone has to have the app. We do recognise that there are some older, you know, older people in our population still, and uh, they may not have access to a smartphone. So if um, it's, if the system recognises that they don't have the app, it will revert back to text messages. And the reason that we can offer them for free is because it's such a minimal cost to us. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that the majority of people now probably have a smartphone anyway don't they so they do they do yeah I think as well it's a bit of an education piece on the groomer side um it's it's you know people are used to booking in a certain way I think a younger again I'll come back to a demographic split as I always sort of do younger demographics are definitely more prone to being a digital first solution so they will naturally look for something on Google, or they'll look yeah. for something uh, in, in an app. Uh, whereas an older demographic may require a little bit of education, which is why we provide one of these handy POSs for you to um, have at the front of your salon. They can just simply scan this code and take them straight to the app store. Um, and then for so their next appointment, you can encourage them to use the app. So you don't have to onboard everyone straight away. You can do a sort of slowly, slowly process. Okay. 
And I've got a question that's just popped in my head. If someone was using a different software and they wanted to move across to you, and I guess maybe vice versa, um, is that an easy process to do both ways? Because I know on some it's not as easy. Yes, correct. So there are some softwares out there um, that do make it a little bit difficult. Um, I'm obviously not going to mention any names or like in no. terms of which software does what. Without experience with a lot of them, um, some of them make it more complex than others. Um, I think it's important that customer data is always belonging to the customer, and blocking any part of that data off is, in our opinion, not very ethical from a business standpoint. Um, so we make it extremely easy to get your data out as well as in. Um, whether the other the other companies allow us to have that data easily is um, yet still a problem to be solved. That's being said, uh, because the because your client data does fall under GDPR laws, because we're all humans in terms of the client data, the physical human client data. You should be able to get that out fairly easily. If not, you can always message your support service on that software. We only require a CSV or an Excel file. Now, what you can do is you can send that to us. We will convert that into the data that we need and we'll upload it for you. So um, in terms of if you are coming from another software, there's a little bit of an admin piece on their side. But once it gets to us, it's a fairly straightforward process. And I'm guessing if, if someone was to leave you and then and go somewhere else, it's the same ease of swapping right. the other way. We've actually just got a button. You just click a button, export data from the data's all yours. We're not we're not tying oh, anyone in contracts and we're not tying anyone's data down. Fab. And from because a from I don't want oh, that as a consumer. So I'm not gonna... <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, we have yeah. we have it the same with um accountancy software. You know, it's very hard to go from, say, QuickBooks to free agent, free agent zero without having, without paying for another bit of software to switch them over. So um, it is it is a pain point on all fronts, I think. From a, um, It's definitely a pain point. And I think I, I understand why, why companies do it. It's a way to keep you with them. And I understand that, you know, it is their business model to keep you with them. Um, I think from my perspective, being of a certain age range. I think I've just grown up with the ability to be able to have access to my data um, whenever I want it. So uh, for me, uh, it's a bit silly to hold that hostage um, because if someone wants to leave you, they will anyway, no matter what. So yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You might as well make it um, easy for them because if they so, want to come back, they might not like tough. So if they want to come back, <laughs> yeah. make it easy for them to upload as well. Exactly, exactly. Uh, from a finance perspective, then, um, can people download certain reports, like sales reports and stuff quite easily? Because that's obviously something that I get involved with um, a lot. And it's a, it's a question yes. that obviously I get asked, you know, will this do a report? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's probably... currently, um, when you log in, it shows you your dashboard which gives you an overview of um, your, I've actually got it right in front of me. So it gives you an overview of your net sales, your gross, your VAT, any refunds and any discounts you've offered to your clients. Currently, we don't export that as a CSV, but I don't see why that can't be a feature. If people put their hands up and say, that would be a great feature, thank you, because I'd like to pass that to Vicky. From an accountant's perspective, any clients that were using Tuft, that would be a very good feature because, again, a lot of them don't use software for like, accountancy software. 
um, and they don't keep a track of anything. So a lot of clients will just export their sales from the software and then send me that yeah, report. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it breaks it down into cash, card, bank transfer on there. Have whatever you want, Vicky. There we go, you fabulous. You so can tell me exactly what you need and what that, that's what I need. That's what I need. <laughs> and I will, I will make it so. Um, and also, I ha- and I know I've asked you this uh, privately, but have you got any plans to integrate with any sort of accountancy software? Yes, we do. Yeah. So um, in terms of our product development, um, so currently we're working on our end-to-end payment system which um, is going to see uh, you, you've, uh, groomers be able to take, so currently we just take deposits. Um, we're going to be able to take the full payment through the system. So that's stage one of this year. So that's the end of January, that piece of software is coming out or the update to our software is coming out. And then we're looking at integrations and e-commerce. So we'll be looking at things like the most popular accountant software, for example. So, I mean, my other business uses Intuit. So for us, that's a no-brainer or you've got zero. Or no, no, okay, we're not. Don't use QuickBooks. Don't use QuickBooks. It's terrible. (laughs) Okay, fine. Okay, our accountant uses QuickBooks. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, Okay, fair enough. Uh, Do you know what, Vicky? I will consult you before I ask which software we're going to integrate. But yes, that is definitely now roadmap. I think, I mean, obviously now that making tax digital has been put back a few years, um, which to be honest, I'm quite surprised about. But, um, well, I'm sort of surprised and not surprised. Um, It's obviously not going to be something major, but I'm always trying to push people to get on the software to get ready for it because it is quite complicated. And I know um that people love because they ask me does this software or do you know can this link to quickbooks here a free agent and most of the time it isn't um and it doesn't and it would be so much easier for people i think definitely um a selling point if you did i know a lot of people on this group um use free agent uh is kind of my number one go-to um and then the second one is zero obviously there's still people that you a lot of people use quickbooks and it is just a personal preference and everyone who knows me knows that me and lee hate quickbooks um i just find it clunky and just crap to use i just don't like it um yeah i I guess from this group i would say probably 80 percent of them use free agent um and i've had i've had that asked a lot does this link with any grooming software and as far as i'm aware and i could be wrong i don't think anyone links to it yet um but that uh, interesting it would require free agent to have an open api so it would they require do. some they do i have oh, they, I do. have some, they do i have some paperwork ah. from free agent that i can give you please do yes anything so, like that would be super helpful but yeah that's definitely in our product development roadmap and obviously we'd love yeah. to make your life as an accountant so i mean yeah anything we can do to help would be yeah exactly. obviously on our product uh, fab so i'm guessing my next question would be and i know you probably maybe touched on this a little bit is what makes i know there's a load of soft other softwares out there uh, what makes tuft different to the other ones um so we're definitely first to market when it comes to the client side app talking to the dashboard now there are apps out there available from other software but they don't actually talk to the dashboard 
So they will go through as a booking request, but then it, the conversation basically stops there. Um, so what we, we've done is we've put together this end-to-end solution. So it is a true end-to-end solution. So it can go from customer to groomer to groomer to customer, customer to groomer. So the conversation back and forth. So this is what's not been done before um, in our experience. Now, there's probably, you know, hot on my towel, some developments in, in the pipeline for other apps. And that's absolutely fine. I, I do believe that if there's competition in the market, it actually means there is a market. So it can only be good for everyone. Um, so I, I actually sort of praise competition, if I'm honest. Um, and I think overall, uh, what makes this different is <laughs> one of the things that groomers are very vocal about is the fact that some other brands that they've tried um, tend to be a little less helpful when it comes to aftercare. So they'll onboard them, it'll all be fluffy and it'll all be really nice and it'll all be great. And then they get to aftercare and it's a little bit of a letdown. They take, you know, for whatever reason, they take a, a while to get back or the system's down or, you know, and technology goes down. Like it's inevitable. I can't sit here and say that yeah. my technology is never going to go down because it's impossible to say. What I can say is that we have a 99.9.9% uptime, which is great. Um, and some of some other software can't claim that. So I, I think the not only do we have an end-to-end user experience between you and your client, we actually have an end-to-end user experience between us and you as a groomer. So uh, we're available six days a week on WhatsApp, um, and we uh, we sort of tend to answer queries because we know as when you're using the software, that's the point when you need the help. So. Um, we tend to answer very quickly unless you sort of email at like 10 p.m. at night, which obviously probably been people do. I get um, texts at midnight. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, I'll definitely be in bed, um, but we will definitely endeavour to answer them in the next day. So, I mean, for us, it's that's super imperative. So, I would say our customer service helps us to stand out, um, and the fact that we are constantly developing without interruption to our groomers we don't so when we do an update it tends to be early 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 in the morning so that no no business um, is interrupted so by the time we bring out new software we've actually already done a full test of it by the time everyone wakes up and starts to log on so if there was going to be any downtime it wouldn't affect business hours and we, we don't push updates during business hours so um for us I think that's, it's super important yeah i think that's really important really important because if you've got a system that people rely on day in day out and it crashes and you haven't got and obviously you're not using pen and paper you're a bit sort of like shit (laughs) what am I doing what what am I going to do because and and that's why I I I only went to an electronic diary last year (laughs) I had um I had a, a file of facts. I know, very wow. old school. I know I'm only Modern. 36, but um, it's just because I don't trust technology. And I thought, well, if it, if it crashes, then at least I've got my paper diary to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I guess, it, so again, it's given, it's, it's given people the confidence to go, do you know what? Actually, you can go online and do this, and it will save you time, and it's yeah. not going to blow up in your face, and you're going to yeah. be stuck there yeah, wondering yeah. who's coming in at 9 o'clock. Um, and I think exactly. that's that's really important because yeah. I've got a lot of clients who still use pen and paper, and I think it's just the nervousness of moving to something electronic. Oh, absolutely, in I case would be crashes. nervous as well. Yeah, if you've run your business like that for twenty years, of course you're going to be nervous about switching to a new system because actually it's a completely new way of working. 
However, I would say that, you know, you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to take the leap all at once. No one's, you know, you know, gradually add your clients, gradually get used to the system. There's a three-month free trial. You can take three months and still not pay anything. Three so, months no, or one month? Three. Oh, three, three months free three, trial. One, two, three. Three months free trial. Correct. Sorry, yeah, say that. Accent. Say that when you're drunk. Three months free trial. <laughs> Just every day. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> She's not That's drunk. I'm in bed by ten. <laughs> joking, guys. I'm fully. I'm fully aware of what I'm doing at all points. <laughs> But no, that that is good, and I think that is that is a massive a massive thing for me. Three months yeah, free trial so is even better. That's mad. Three months. Three months. I know, right? How can we do that? Well, we have our ways. I tell you, yeah. I don't eat for a week. <laughs> don't don't pay the um, staff. <laughs> that background is just a it's just a background picture. There's actually an no illusion. one there. Alex is not actually there. <laughs> I'm so glad you turned around then because if you didn't, that would yeah, did look. <laughs> so how much is it then? Give I us, wish. Uh, give us the pennies. How much is it? Uh, so for an individual groomer, it's twenty five pounds a month um, plus VAT. So you're looking at thirty pounds a month, uh, which is one groom if you think about it like that. Um, and then if you're a multi groomer, it's thirty five pound a month plus VAT. So your bill will be forty pounds per month, but I mean, I'm sure you can tell us, Vicky. Can they write the VAT off? Well, yeah, they can. They can claim the whole amount. So whether it's forty-two pounds, thirty pounds, oh. they can still claim it as an expense. Nice little segue for you there. That's a perfect so little segue for you to talk about VAT. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't know the answer to that, so um, I have been asked that before, and I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, no. It's, so um, they can claim no, the whole no, amount. Perfect. There you go. So te- technically free. Technically, ish. Depends how you look at it. But yeah, so basically not mega expensive. What is what we're saying? No, not mega expensive. You don't pay for text messages. The only thing that we're doing is do a transaction fee on because we have to because we've got car machines and our car provider charges us um, is our transaction fees which are coming out soon. Oh, do you? But do that's you- only. <laughs> Do a booking. So if you don't do any bookings, you just don't pay fees. So do you give out card readers for people to pay that links to the Tuft or is that something that's coming out? Coming. So we will, we will in fact be giving card machines as of end of Jan. So we've got an eighteen. So I don't know if any of them are watching. It would be nice if they were. So we've got an eighteen. So they're basically our guinea pigs for all of our software. So they get the software first and then we say, right now, iron out the kinks in this. So they, they, uh, give us loads of feedback and then we go in iron out the kinks and then we launch it to everyone else so um, what we plan on doing is we plan on giving our card machines to our team first and then they are able to tell me whether it works or not um, and then we will roll it out to everyone else at the moment when we were just actually just doing user journey on this we, we were planning this out which is the meeting I was in before which is why I was a bit like um but we will be doing uh so you click a button say pay by card and then you'll be able to enter an amount and then it will log it in your dashboard but it won't talk to the card machine just yet so that's our next step once we've got this up and running and working and process all smoothed out that's when we'll get it to talk to the terminal yeah 
Well, that's good. And competitive rates, I assume. Yes, yes, 100%. Yes. So we've looked at the market, we've looked at sum up, we've looked at Izetto, we've looked at various other payments. I think low low pay are the are the ones low pay are the ones to beat at the moment. Well, if they're free, I can't beat that. So no, they're not free, they're just a lot cheaper than everyone else. Okay, cool. Have a so look. What are they called? Low pay. Low pay. He was actually on here, he did um a live. There's probably I think we converted it into a podcast. Um, it? before Christmas, Might reach out to him then. After he wants to provide some card machines for us, yeah. Ha- have honestly, have a he's a really nice guy. Um, the I think the podcast will be on there so you can check it out, but yeah, they're, they're probably the lowest rate, um, that Perfect. we've seen so far. And obviously, I see a lot because a lot of the clients use the various different ones. What I think is a really good idea, uh, and I've said this before, is that the software this is just coming from a finance boring bit should have like a ask an accountant button like so it should link so that they can ask an accountant a question or they can send their reports directly to an accountant if they had it all linked in Clever. just saying have you given anyone else that idea i know we're live i've i've but... mentioned it i have mentioned it openly um, Damn it, Vicky! <laughs> but no one's no one's done it, and it's I think it's such a good idea because if you imagine if I'm a groomer and I haven't got a clue how to do accounts, and I'm using Tuft as an example, and I can go and there's a button that says "Ask an Accountant" that they can just click and go. Actually, yeah, do you want to do my books? I can then send you the reports through the system. I mean, I'm not technological. I don't know if that could even work. Um, and then it's all in one system. Everything is possible in technology. Do you know what I mean? Everything. Ask, ask, ask our accountant. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. So the it first is. implementation of that would actually be super easy. So we would on the dashboard itself, we'd add a little button that said ask an accountant that would go straight to a contact form, which would then go directly to you. So that would be the first iteration. Yeah, or you could do like an FAQ. Yeah, exactly. So then, you on so then you can have exactly. So you could be our AI accountant, and you yeah. can ask your FAQ or answer the FAQs. Um, yes, yeah. agree. Is this Great an allowable idea. expense? Yes. You know, put loads Perfect. of questions on there. Have an accountancy section that they can just go to. You know, I think that's you a that really idea. Help, Sasha, <laughs> if you're watching, which I hope you are. Um, interview Vicky interview Vicky and get her FAQs and we can link to her from our blog I yeah don't know I'll watching. do I'll do a blog for you that's fine but oh, I, I, sweet. I, there I generally do think that that's a good idea even if I wasn't an accountant to have it all in one thing if you linked it to a software and linked it to an accountant that, that I mean how easy would that be it'd be like a one stop shop you've got your diary management you've got your clients you've got your, your accountant, you've got everything just there. Bosh, yeah. done. Well, Bosh. That, if anyone's listening, that's my idea. <laughs> Alex, note that down. Yeah, I don't know if that's even technologically uh, possible, but... Well, like go. I said, the first iteration of it, the first iteration of it is super simple. So you would literally put a button in the dashboard and it would literally link to a contact form for you. Yeah. That's it. There we go. Well, maybe we can chat about that later. <laughs> chat about that offline, but I'd want to be exclusive. Yes. I want you, exclusive. 
Right, yeah, you can be exclusive. That's fine. No one, <laughs> everyone heard it here. It's <laughs> yeah. the only it's one live. in the market. <laughs> it would be though. It would be. I've looked. I've looked into it because I thought, why? Why is no one doing this? But there you go. So I'm going to add that to here. my requirements now. That's going to go straight on the board. That's <laughs> it. Um, right, I think we've got time. If you want to give people a quick demo, obviously this won't be on the podcast because obviously no one can see it. Um, but if you can, I'll give you sharing screen rights. Oh, thank you. Um, just to show people the dashboard, really, just for a couple of minutes. I know you, you're probably busy um, and I'll let you, I'll let you go. Yeah, I'm super busy. With all those imaginary people in the background. <laughs> I actually went on a Zoom with someone once and I thought, oh, you're at a lovely cafe. And it was just a pretend background. <laughs> I didn't realise that the woman behind the counter hadn't moved for the full hour. She was still stood there. <laughs> right, hopefully everyone can see my screen. Yeah, you need to take away your screen broadcast thingy. Uh-huh. There's like a screen broadcast thing in the middle of the page. Uh, it says I'm screen. It's like on a, it must be your phone. Is it your phone that's tethered to the screen? No. Yeah. Can, can you oh. see my screen? I can, yeah, you're moving it around, whatever you're moving around. Okay, yeah, so you've got the it. dashboard over here. You've got the dashboard. Uh, I'm showing you the two sides together. So you've got the dashboard. And you've got the the app, which I'm going to show you together. Oh, and the right, I'm with way, you. The I'm best you. way to demonstrate this is to actually show you how your clients can easily book an appointment with you. So right. I'm now acting as a client. So we go on. Look at all my notifications. I'm learning French as well, by the way, if anyone wants to give me <laughs> any tips on that. Um, so if we go into Tuft, we'll see. Oh, that was a previous demo that I did. Let me just cancel that appointment. One second. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> should have, uh, should have, uh, there's going to be another one, yeah. Sorry, I was doing lots of tests earlier. See how much we test the app? It's vigorously oh, no. tested. It's a lot of appointments. There we go. Okay. There we're back. Let's, let, we can cut that bit out of the video, can't we, Vicky? Because that was really yeah. messy. Anyway, yeah, we're back in the room. So, Chuffed. <laughs> Very easy booking system. <laughs> so what we do is we go in and we find your pet profile. So for me, it's the tough demo account. So when I was talking about the ability to add your services and the ability to, um, sorry, not the ability, the, um, sorry, someone's slacking me. I bet it's Sasha. Sasha's on this. Sasha is definitely watching. Sorry, one sec. I'm going to go back. Back in the room. Sorry, Becky. Anyway, so in order for people to book in the correct appointment, we've put in some uh, fallbacks. So, for example, not all dogs can be hand stripped, as our groomer friends will know, because if you've ever tried to hand strip a greyhound, it probably didn't work. Anyway, so if we're going to hand strip, we'll see that these dogs are greyed out, and that's because the coat type does not match that service. So, it stops people booking in for certain services. Now, if we go into full groom, you'll see they're both now, or actually all three of them are highlighted. So you select the pet and you go in and you find an appointment. So it says, oops, appointments are full because all of our groomers are super busy. So what we do is we tap next available, drag them straight to the next available appointment. 
And within there, they can select an appointment, confirm their details and request an appointment. That is all the effort required from your client's side. They have now requested an appointment from you, which means they can do it throughout the day, whenever they want. So if they're in work, let's do it. If they're putting their feet up just before they go to bed, so it means you've got access 24 hours to an open calendar. It does not require you to be at the other end of the phone. If we go back into the software, you'll see that the booking request has now come through. So if we go into booking requests, you'll see that I am here. Um, who have I gone in as? Uh, that's good. Um, and we can go to a booking. And you've got two options here. So you can accept the booking or you can reject the booking. So if you reject the booking, you can actually, oh, no, we can't. Brilliant. So if we go in and we look at the appointment that's come through, which is not actually that one. Sorry, someone, someone has requested an appointment. I'd like to point out that we're not actually groomers. Sorry, just for people that request appointments from us, we're not groomers. Um, <laughs> so I will go ahead and cancel that one because that's an actual genuine appointment. So go for, go and find one of our fabulous groomers, just not <laughs> us. We're not going to cut them. Uh, so this is the appointment that I just requested. So we can go through and see all the information about the, um, the dog and we can actually change at this point the service that that's required if they're for some reason booked the wrong service. You can actually add services in there as well or add package. A couple of options, accept booking or reject booking. Now we always show the reject booking because accept is pretty obvious. Accept goes into calendar. If you reject the booking, you can actually offer them a new one. So straight away from your software, um, and you can say you've got the right time, but actually I want you in at 8.30. So you send the booking offer. Now you'll see when the app loads, it will send you a nice notification. And this is where the tray pops up at the bottom. So they'll get a notification and it says Tuft has accepted your booking, but requested a reschedule. So it gives them the time and the date and they can go through and they can confirm. Now, one of the things that we always like to point out, because grooms get a bit twitchy about this, is the fact that our prices are always from and now we try to highlight this multiple times throughout the app, which gives everyone a chance to amend the cost once the dog comes in on the day and you get it on the table. No one knows what a new dog's going to be like, the temperament, the coat, condition of the actual um, fur, maybe even the client, maybe you don't like them. So you can always adjust the price. And that is pointed out on the app here. So please know all prices within the app are from, and you reserve the right to change that if on the day the coat condition is below par. So they have to agree to this before they can mm. book the appointment. That's it. The appointment's done. So officially, you've now got a booking from your client. And when you go back to your software, uh, you can go into your calendar and it will show you all of your appointments. So you've got all of your appointments in here. You can actually overlap them. Um, and you've got different booking statuses. You can add notes, you can add services. So if on the day they actually needed a nail trim as well, you can do that. So you can go, uh, or a teeth or a full groom. You can add the service, it updates the service price and it saves that and that all goes into the grooming record. So one thing, a point on grooming records is that they're all in one place. So you've actually got within Chloe, so if we look at Hagrid, You've got a bit of a flag on Hagrid as well because he's a gnarly, gnarly dog. So he likes to bite people. Hagrid's not real, by the way, guys. Oh, uh, just anyone come to animal cruelty? No, no. Uh, fun fact: I'm actually allergic to dogs, which is hilarious. Oh, that's um, <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. God was like, "You can love dogs, but you can't touch them." 
Can't touch um, so you've got some behavioural flags here and you've got some private grooming notes. So your clients can't see these notes. All good, right. you can write whatever you want in there and your clients will not be able to see them. You can actually change anything you like about the dog as well. For example, if they've got the wrong breed, you notice they've got the wrong breed when the dog comes in, you can switch that over and say, yeah, actually, you've got a Doberman. You can save the pet. And then you'll see when we go back into the client profile, because every client gets a profile, He's actually changed to a Doberman pincer. So it's constantly talking to each other. Yeah. Do you do all the forms and stuff that they need to, you need to send new clients? Salon settings. Let me just put this over here. You've got all of your terms and conditions. Now, we do offer a template, which has been downloaded from a groomer's website. So it's all genuine, all legal, and all compliant. Uh, but you can feel free to edit this if you, if you don't have a form or maybe you, you feel like this is good enough for you. Um, right. one of the things as well we like to point out is that um, if your client has got the app they will already know the deposit requirements so for example someone books in and then if they leave it with less than 48 hours to go you automatically keep that deposit if it's with more than 48 hours to go they get refunded automatically and they have to accept those terms and conditions when they download the app so you've got every recourse to go back to them and say, actually, you accepted the terms and conditions, blame it on the system. You don't have to have that argument. Sounds good. Brilliant. Fab. Well, thank you very much. As well, and we generally say just book in for a 15-minute demo. It won't take you too long. Uh, you can actually book in with my Calendly link that maybe I'll share or ask Vicky to share on her Facebook if page you, when she posts if, this. If you join the group um if you haven't already um and then um just put any links um to the software to your cut your calendly link um in the group so that people can easily just click on it and book an appointment that would be fab um and right. we'll put some details on the podcast as well so that people can uh get hold of you that way uh, obviously yes. you know there's there's going to be a lot and here to, for people to look through and go through so um you remember, guys, that you get three months free as well. So three months free. Three, um, month three months free, free uh, on this software if you want to give it a go, um, which I think is going to be well worth it. And again, like Chloe said, if you want a 15-minute demo, um, then we can do that as well. Um, so fabulous. Thank you very much. I'm not going to keep you any longer because I know you're really busy. Um, and January for us as well is, is mega hectic and I need a, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy day um but yeah i'm working now so oh, i've no, got to go and put my social face on oh no my brain shut, my brain shuts off at about this time um but uh no thank you very much for your time for coming through and showing everyone uh much appreciated um, i hope everyone's enjoyed it um if you've got any questions for chloe like i said we're going to put all our details in the group um you can watch this another time so don't worry if you haven't had a chance uh we'll put it in the group as well for, for people to watch later on because uh, i know everyone's really really busy uh, and if you've got any questions pop them in the comments and chloe will see them or tag her in the group um and yet yeah, we will see you guys maybe next wednesday or the week after um obviously for us it's the end of the tax year coming up the 31st of january um so we're mega mega busy but we will try and get one in next week and um, if you haven't done your tax return please remember it's due by the 31st of january uh, which means you have to submit and pay by the 31st of january if you don't you will get a lovely tasty fine from hmrc 
Um, just as a, as a quick one, not related to Tuft, uh, if you registered your business after April 2022, just remember you will not have a tax return due in by the end of this month because that is a question that's popping up quite a bit. Um, so just in case anyone's watching for that. Um, but right, thank you very much, Chloe. Uh, we will speak about our secret button. Um, I'm sure I've got a few more ideas. Oh, <laughs> sounds, it sounds weird if you're just joining the conversation now. Please rewind. <laughs> Please rewind. Please, for context. For context Please. of the secret button. Uh, yeah, rewind and listen to it. Otherwise, it's going to sound a bit weird. Um, but there we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll email you, uh, join the group so we can tag you and everything. Um, and yeah, just thanks for your time. I know you're really busy uh, and we will catch up again very soon, I'm sure. All right, cheers, so Chloe. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.